Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. Morning, Georgette. How you doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Welcome to the 1K letter of the day. Hi. Okay. I know. This is about to get fun. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff's about to reveal. If you can do that, you're going to win $1,000. All we ask is that you don't repeat any answers. And if you need to pass on one of the questions, if you get hung up, go ahead and pass. And we'll circle back around to it. Yeah. Today, your letter is the letter B. B. As in boy, Bubba. Do you have any questions before we begin? No, let's do this. All right, let's do this thing with the letter B. Got your timer ready over there, Jeffrey? I do. I will not start it until you ask the first All question. Right. With the letter B, name a surface that needs sanitized. Um, bathroom sink. A cereal. Mm, the hat. A store. Bath and body work. An office supply. Break room. Something moist. Um, bread. A condiment. Pass. A body of water. A beach. Something on the floor. Uh, broom. A side dish. Um, banana bread. A toy. Oh! <laughs> banana bread is that a, a side, good dish. side dish. <laughs> you betcha. Butter you beans. Betcha. <laughs> I want some banana bread now. I know. Wow. I know. You did really, really well. Would you have accepted oh, butter you. as a condiment? I, that's yeah. the one yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. Sure. I was yeah. curious. Brown yeah. sugar. Yeah. I got hung up on that condiment one, too. Butter. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Something moist. Betty Crocker. She it's did. super moist. <laughs> yeah. No, you did great. We're going to play again. Today is what? Wednesday. So, yes, we'll be back here tomorrow. We'll do awesome. it again. Okay. I'll call again. <laughs> All right. Great. You have a good one. Bye, Georgette. Bye. Moist. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If people want to wear a mask, that is okay. It protects others more than it protects you because it prevents you from breathing or, or, or speaking moistly on them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not be speaking moistly upon each other during these times. No. So a leaked memo from the Department of Defense is warning about a significant resurgence of COVID-19 later this year. 
And it also talks about preparing to go until at least the summer of 2021 without an effective vaccine. Uh, Taking a look at the current death rate and the projected death rate, the death rate from COVID-19 is a full percentage point higher than the flu. So to put this into perspective, there's a 1.3% fatality rate in the U.S. from the virus, 1.3%, versus 0.1% from the flu. So it means that if Americans catch coronavirus at the same rate as the flu this year, nearly half a million people would die. Now, the latest models show projected 113,000 deaths in the U.S. from the coronavirus by mid-June, which is not that out of the, out of the question because we're already at 90,000. So that would be around 22,000 more deaths in less than four weeks. But as you know, the Fed chairman and the president and all of his men have said, you know, how do you balance, how do you weigh the opening of the economy and, and getting on with your life with uh, the the health concerns? And I have just kind of gotten to a point where I personally do take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And I care about other people. And I don't want to expose other people. I don't want anyone to get sick because of me. And so all I can do is get up in the morning and if I feel fine, which I do, and I take my temperature, I've been taking my temperature religiously. My most common body temperature, just FYI, if anybody cares, is (laughs) 98.7. I take my temperature every day and that more often than not is my, you know... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There fluctuates a few tenths of a point here and there, mm-hmm. but 98.7 is my number. Mm-hmm. And I do my best. You know, when I get out there, I, 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 I wear the mask just because I'm a rule follower. I'm that guy. I, I don't know if it helps. I feel like there's an added barrier of protection that helps keep me from touching my face. And hopefully it, it may protect you if I have to cough or sneeze or at least makes you feel better about it. You know, some people think I'm selling to the selling out to the man by wearing the mask, but who knows? I, I'm just doing what I'm told. Fear. I'm just trying to follow the rules. What I do you want like me to do? I feel like that too sometimes. You know, yeah. well, but uh, listen, I I just I gotta I can't stay in my house for, and I'm a homebody. So I'm going. I went to dinner again. I followed the rules. Made sure everybody there was following the rules in our group. We were respectful. We sat at our table six feet apart. You know, trying not to cause trouble. You know, it, it, a lot of it is about just being respectful that even if you're not super afraid of what could happen to you, understand that other people around you may be. Yeah. And that's all uh, I'm trying to be. I'm just trying to be respectful. And be aware. Yeah. Be aware yeah. and 
Which I think is a challenge because mm-hmm. I had struggles with people being aware before this happened because I don't know. Sometimes I'm really aware and sometimes I'm not at all. But sometimes I would be like, how do you not know that you're doing this? Or how do you not know that like you're you just, you know, licked that fork and put it back against everyone else? You're like, going to run into that. Anyway. Where are you? But I just feel like, you know, we can't stay at home indefinitely. We can't not go to work indefinitely. And these small business owners and restaurants, you know, they can't just stay shut down forever. And part of me feels like my contribution, if, if there's going to be, if there's going to be a contribution, a form of sacrifice, it is to take care of the folks that are trying to take care of us. That means tipping the delivery driver. Mm-hmm. Patronizing these restaurants, showing up, just going. I think outside of the economic stuff, put that aside, we got to get out and moving just for our mental sanity. I mean, there's a lot of scary things happening there surrounding mental health. I mean, they had a story, you know, Lester had a story on about domestic violence. Oh, I see. And how that's through the roof, you know, and I've I've been talking about that from day one, you know, kids being in horrible situations, kids that aren't eating. Uh, the mental health toll is is huge, and I think that we have a long road ahead of us in just seeing what the repercussions of of all of this will be on on people's ability to to feel good and function. So, how do you feel, Jen, about going out to a restaurant right now? You see, that for me, that's not a huge sacrifice. I don't enjoy going to big, busy restaurants. That right. the restaurant going is not a well, thing for me. Maybe so, that's a bad example. I'm just talking about like getting uh, out there like getting, in general. For me, um, going to you know, uh, a Swag Cats dance thing. With a Jacob. Swag Cats dance thing. Yeah. You know, I it, it depends on the moment. It really does. One minute I will feel completely safe and not vulnerable at all and just stand in this knowing that I have that everything is going to be okay and I'm choosing not to live in fear in this moment. And then I will have other moments where I'll be like, this doesn't feel like a super safe situation that I'm in right now. Yeah. Get out of here. And what can I do to make myself feel a little bit safer here and then take that action? Hmm. It's like, I just don't want to be living out of fear because I don't believe in it and I don't think it's healthy. And I don't think that fear is real. Fear, I refuse. Evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. And so that is why I am just looking at everything. I mean, I'm not just listening to what mainstream media is putting out there. I'm looking at all of these other stories and theories and just looking at it with an open mind and trying to figure out what in my gut, when not in fear, sees and knows Israel. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, it's, it's an interesting place to live. It just requires extreme presence because each moment is its own moment. I feel like for me, the restaurant thing, like I, I feel like for some reason, I, I don't know if this is like just how I feel, 
But I feel like I got to protect Penelope a little more. Like, I don't think that I would take my kid out with me to a restaurant and eat. I don't know why, because I just... Well, because kids put their food directly on the table. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you know, they're touching everything and licking everything. But I feel like me as like a grown up, I feel like I would maybe go to a restaurant patio, but I don't know if I'm ready to eat at the buffet yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to dip my toes in a little and sprinkle and see how things are. But I don't want to go touch everything that everybody else is touching yet. So do you feel like the country is opening too soon? I think certain parts of it maybe are just because they have more exposure to it than others. But I also think that it's... Yeah, I don't. I think we're right on track. I think, I think this we're right is your where we ought to be. time as a human to shine, in my opinion. Wash your hands, do all the things like... You know, they told you to do like, and that's the hard part. It's like, follow the rules. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I think the mask, in my opinion, is optional. If you, that's my opinion, you know, like I feel like sometimes I should wear it and sometimes I feel like I shouldn't. I'm not wearing it for me. Right. Because you probably hate wearing it. Do you, do you like it or? No, I hate it. Yeah. Well, you see, and I have questions around that, too. I I don't know. I'm not convinced one way or another. I'm not either. Um, yeah, well, I'm just following I'm the rules. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. I know. But who, do we trust the people making the rules, I guess, are the big questions that I'm, right. I'm asking. Who Everyone's do an expert, we Jen. trust? They certainly are. Mm-hmm. And which experts <laughs> are out there giving us the, the real deal? You know, that's right. just a question that I ask because, I mean... Who's to say that these, well, I, I get very concerned about the material that the masks are made out of. I mean, we've got everybody and their brother making masks and selling masks. What kind of chemicals has been used on that material that you're putting right on your face <laughs> and inhaling? We are going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> well, but you know what? I think these are valid questions. Yeah, I They all and are. And valid concerns. I mean, we are, I mean, does it, does it, thinking about this, does this freak you out at all? The fact that within a two-week period, just out of fear of a virus, the entire world shut down. There was no militia. There was nobody telling us that we absolutely had to do this. And we just did it. It doesn't freak me out. No. no. And and really, it wasn't even out of fear. Then what was it out of? It it was out of respect for other people. Maybe for you. That might have been the case, you know, for you. But a lot of people are just terrified. And that's why they did it. And I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do, but I'm saying that to me is like, it's scary to me. That we can shut the world down like that? That the world will just shut down. I, I don't. It has before. It just hasn't in our lifetime, which is maybe why it seems so scary to us because we've never experienced it before. That, you know, that the idea that anything like this could possibly happen before coronavirus was inconceivable to us. And now that it's happened, we're like, wow, that's amazing how it can just turn on a dime like that without warning. Who would have thought in January it would have come to this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, here we are. But... Yeah, I guess I am, you know, optimistic about the future. I think that's for me is the fear part for myself is the unknown part of it. You know, like things you can't control versus things you can. And do you have control of anything? 
Like for me, it's the unknown factor of all of it. Like, where do we go forward? Are we going to eat at a buffet? Are we going to have haircuts without masks? Are we going to be able to go six feet closer to the person next to you? Yes, yes, and yes. I, I believe know? in these things. I'm, opti- yeah. I'm I'm a total optimist on that front. Yeah. We'll get through it. And that's the crazy thing is the more I've lived and the more I've seen, you'd think it would be the, the opposite. You know, you'd think I'd the be more fear. Yeah, yeah. Just, just based on what I've experienced and seen. It just makes me think about, too, when my kid is like 15 and she's in history class and has to write a paper on 2020 and she gets to ask me the questions like, well, what was it like? Or, you know, like how I had to call my grandma about something else or my mom or ask them, well, what was it like living in 1970 when such and such happened? And kids have to do projects on 9-11 and they talk to people that have lived through it. And I think about the day it will happen that our kid or your neighbor or somebody's going to ask you, like, you know, they're young now. What was it like in 2020 when this happened? And yeah. you can tell them, you but know, admit, you know, <laughs> 20, 30 years from now, it might not even be a story. It's all going to depend yeah. on how many people end up dying and what, you know, the repercussions of all of this. Let's hope it's become. not because be in 20 lines. years, it yeah. might be there. Might, three yeah, lines in a history exactly. Book. There were a few months that people thought they were all going to die. So they stayed home. End of story. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> That could be the best possible. We'll see what happens with the economy. If we have something that, you know, hits us like like they're saying, you know, the Great Depression was or how, you know, we look back. What do we look back on? The 1918 Spanish flu. I'll tell you what. I know more about the Spanish flu today (laughs) than I ever have in my life. You want to talk about it? And look at that. Three line afterthought. How long was that? A year and a half, two years. And then it was just gone. Yeah. Just gone. Viruses do that. Yeah, then the Roaring Twenties happened and everyone was doing it and drinking. <laughs> how many Man, how many we got a couple years. A right. couple years. <laughs> but that's what the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic represents as perspective for us. Bring mm-hmm. on 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is in part why I'm so optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Humans have adapted so many times through our evolution on this crazy earth that we live on. Well, this is a little just blip. Yeah. I hope there are lasting We got changes, through the feudal though. system, y'all. I know. I just hope that there are lasting changes, you know, with our attitudes and what we find are important and how we take care of each other and the planet. Yeah. I hope that I hope there was some awakening that happened during this. Like finding those connections that, you know, you were talking about doing the Zoom calls with like, you know, Kristen's family and things like that. Like hopefully those small things about connecting with your family that you normally didn't have time for. Hopefully those things kind of stay around yeah, a little longer. It did bring to focus for me, not that I wasn't aware before, but it brought it more into focus, the things that are more important to me in those relationships. True. As I, you know, I, I even mentioned that in the Genesis Diamonds commercial. I mean, that was, you know, a real thought it, we, are my relationships. And I think that may have helped perpetuate the domestic change I'm making in my life, which was always kind of on the table, but we kept pushing it back and putting it off and letting life get in the way. Why? And this helped us. Yeah. Re- yeah wh- that's a good question. If you knew you were going to be moving in, why are you waiting? Do it, babe. Right. Now's the time. The time is now. Yeah. Better together. Kristen's kid was like, is this happening or what? Like, you know, <laughs> we've been... You gonna we you know what or get off too. the <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't just Kristen's kid. Right. So here we are, guys. Here we are. I'm making dinner reservations somewhere. I don't know where. Because the indoor dining is coming back. 
I'm going on fr- Friday to Mad Tree. They're doing a soft opening to like test out their systems they're going to be putting in place. Sweet. And of course, you got a personal invitation, I'm sure. I did. So did Fritch, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, you're a regular there. You're a big but, fan. But uh, <laughs> I'm intrigued to see how they're going to do it, like where the tables are out and how people interact. And yeah, I'm more interested in the restroom situation. <laughs> like, you know, when you go to a bar, yeah, and once you break the seal, there's always a line for the women. How is that going to happen? Are they going to put up those little snake things like they have an amusement park so we all kind of know where we're supposed to go? You know what I mean? The bathroom line for me is always the thing. And I was watching this thing about them opening the beaches. They were talking about places that were opening the beaches because of Memorial Day, but they're like, the facilities are going to be closed. So that just means everybody going to go to the potty. They're they're peeing in the the ocean, of course. Yeah. Unless they dig a little what? hole in the sand and squat yeah. there. They're recommending not not planning, <laughs> spending the entire day at the beach. They're saying you should go to the bathroom before you go and then plan your visit for an hour or two and then leave when you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know all that stuff we just lugged from the car? Pack it up. I right. got a tea. Yeah. We're out. So as I make plans to go out to dinner, I do struggle. This There's this internal struggle that says I don't want to give the impression or send a message that I'm not taking this seriously because I do. And I understand there's a chance that simply by walking out my front door, I could get the virus, but that's a chance I'm willing to take. If that happens, I'll do my best to be as responsible as I can. But as I was going through my house and I'm getting ready for this move, I was in my office and I looked at my remote setup in the event that I do have to quarantine and I got to dismantle this thing. Like at some point I've got to dismantle this thing, put it back in the box. Yep. Right. You mean give you a little TIP on that? Take a video of you dismantling it. So you can watch it and reverse. Yes. That's what I did when I was here and had to take all that equipment home. I took a video. Should I set it back up and take it to Kristen's or do I just pack it in the box and take it into work? Set up. No. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I asked them. I said, because we have that equipment at our house and I asked the engineering department, do I need to bring that back in? And he said, for now, just hang on to it. So just for now, Jeff, you got to set it back up. It takes up so much room. Do it. I know, mine didn't. It's a laptop and a microphone. I know. That's what I want. I just want the laptop yeah. and microphone stuff. Thanks yep. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.